come with me. We're going on a fantastic cruise. Pick your destination with news, tips, and reviews. But here is an item you might not have thought of. All of the things under the water. Nature surrounds us with elegant features. You can't go on a cruise and not see the creatures. So let's make some magic. Let's get aesthetic. Instantly classic. Maybe romantic. The wildlife around you. Cinematic on your fantastic cruise. Bon Beanie, and thank you for joining us on another episode of Fantastic Cruising. I'm Matt. And I'm Kimbra. And uh, yeah, we we've got we got Tony Dials sitting in the green room. Wow, way to just throw it out there I right mean, away. It literally says it on the thumbnail. Oh, it does. You're right. So, and you know, Tony is Tony is uh, obviously one of our one of our favorite guests. We have had a lot of really good guests recently because we had Scott, and then we got Tony. Like we got like all the. We had someone down under. Down under cruisers. We we have some future guests in mind yes as well yes and uh and so so yeah very privileged and thankful to have uh met all these wonderful people and be able to share some fun times and for you guys to be able to experience some of that with us is really really awesome uh so uh anything we need to talk about before we bring tony in because you know we're going to be chatty because tony's like me he's got the gift of the gab well, let's talk about something that Tony needs to book. Oh, okay. We can bring that up. You want to do that? Sure. So that's the the fantastic cruising group cruise that's March 12th of 2023. And uh, there's a lot of really cool people on it. We're going to be on it. I mean, it's our cruise. Um, and uh, maybe Tony will be on it if he books it. I know he's got possible other plans. We'll see how that goes. But if those plans don't go through, the cruise needs to happen. There we go. I realize I was just pointing at the camera and nobody can see it. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's okay. That's okay. If you wouldn't have said that, nobody would have known. That's true. Anyway, <laughs> it goes to Grand Cayman, Roatan, Belize, and Cozumel on the Carnival Pride out of Tampa. If you're interested, please send us an email, fantastictravel at gmail.com. Yes. Did I miss anything? No. Well, I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, I can tell you that our friend Todd is is out there right now, and Todd is a is a printer of of three D things, and he's been he's been talking about some cool stuff. If you're in the chat, you might have seen it, but um, some cool stuff that you might get if you go on the group cruise. Yeah, and that's pretty awesome. I'm excited about it. I am too. Very excited about it. Anyway, um, okay. 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 Are you ready for this? I'm ready for this. All right. Let's bring on. Hang on. Let me see. I was going to try and do this intro. Don't be too loud. Wow. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the one, the only, only. Oh, I messed oh, up you already. failed. Tony Dolls. Was that too loud? That was pretty loud. <laughs> Welcome, Tony. It was really loud. That was good. <laughs> I'm not going to hear anything for a week. My goal is to deafen all of our guests as if they were at an old Who concert. That's what I've heard. I've heard that the Who was the band that they always said was really loud. I don't know. Who? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, I, I just need to, to mention two things that have popped up in the chat okay. before we really get going. Um, 
Kevin said, how can one get on that cruise? Um, well, that's by emailing fantastictravel at gmail.com. Um, he also said the only bad thing about that banner <laughs> is that it's blocking oh, the background. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, and then uh, Meg, is Reno sleeping? Um, yes. Yes. Reno is sleeping. Sound asleep. And, and, and by the way, if you are listening to this in the future, uh, you should come over to YouTube and look at Kimber's hair because it's purple. <laughs> and I don't mean a little bit. I mean, it's purple. I'm a fan. So come and check that out. But Tony, we have brought you on here because you are cruising in like a little over a week. Like seven, seven and a half, eight days, somewhere around there. That's exciting. Yeah. And it's your, it's your second cruise. The second, yes. The second. But but you are you we are we had Tony on after his first cruise. We did, we did. Mm -hmm. You are, and you can go check that episode out. It's an audio only podcast, but go check that out. It was like one of our first ones. Yeah. Yeah. I can't Early tell you on. what number because I don't know. He also contributed to our first Halloween episode, and he's contributed to other episodes mm -hmm. as well. Tony has been uh regular enough that we we got to know him and and became friends. And also, let me just say this right away. Uh, Tony is is also a podcaster, a caster of pods. And what does he podcast about, Kimbra? I don't know. Wow. T Tony, tell us about your podcast. <laughs> uh, if I knew, I would tell you as well. Uh, I just kind of just turn this mic on and start talking and, and whatever comes out, comes out. Uh, <laughs> but no, it, it's actually uh, it's actually about Harry Potter. Uh, it's called Common Room Talk. And I am, as of right now, I'm, on, I'm actually on a break until after our cruise. Things got really crazy. But uh, the, the premise of my podcast is to go through the Harry Potter series, uh, through the books, chapter by chapter, talking about what is going on um, in, in as much detail as I possibly can and kind of comparing and contrasting the books to the movies and, and all of that fun stuff, really talking about the things that I enjoy uh, and things that I don't enjoy. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. And you just finished the first book, right? Correct. Yes. Uh, just finished the first one. Going to be going through the second one. And uh, it's actually pretty unique. We're going through the illustrated editions. And so it's not like the original versions of them. So as I'm also talking about the the chapters and everything that's going on, I'm also trying to describe the pictures uh, to the to the best of my ability um, when it comes to like trying to describe pictures uh, that people can't see. As Matt and, and Kimber, you have you've done this multiple times trying to explain what you're seeing to everyone on the audio side of the <laughs> right? podcast. Uh, it, it's 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 interesting to say the least. Cool. Well, definitely go and check that out. If you are a fan of Harry Potter or if you're interested in Harry Potter, it's a great way, especially if you're, if you're reading the books, um, it would be a great companion to go along with that. Or if you've read the books to just to go back and kind of, you know, get inspired and, and really revisit those. And Tony's a very entertaining guy. So, you know, you might enjoy him even if you've never read the books, but read the books because you should do that. Right. Have you read yeah. the, all the books, Matt? No, I have not. Okay. <laughs> but you should. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and I'm talking to myself. But anyway, uh, yeah, so check out Tony's podcast. And But look, we you said to us, because you booked your cruise through through us. Mm -hmm. Really, She does all the work. I'm going to remind you so she doesn't. Uh, she does all the I work. I was going to let it go. <laughs> <laughs> um and, and so you said, will you guys do a virtual tour of the ship that you're going on? And we yes. said, yes, and you are going to do it with us. So we asked awesome. you and you kindly uh, agreed to, to come on here so that we could do this tour of the Explorer of the Seas. Mm -hmm. 
But your first cruise, you're in a little bit of a unique situation, I think, because your first cruise was a, a little bit different than most cruises that most people in the United States have done in that you went to Bermuda and did the overnight in Bermuda. So you've only, you've only been to the one port, but that's quite a port to go to and you, and you yeah. did the overnight. So this one is different. Tell us real quick, where are you leaving from and going to how long is this cruise? Yeah. So it is six days. We are leaving out of Miami and we are heading to uh, perfect day at Coco Cay. We are heading to Haiti and we are heading to Jamaica, uh, Foulmouth specific specifically. And then in Haiti, we're going to Labadee. Very nice. Very nice. Now, um, both Labadee and Coco Cay are private Royal Caribbean spaces. I've, I'm interested really in your cruise for a number of reasons. One of them being I've never been to Jamaica or Haiti. So mm-hmm. I, I'm very curious to kind of hear and, and and see what you you experience when you go to these places. I have, however, been to Coco Cay, and I can tell you that is a really cool, cool port. So I I think you're going to enjoy all the ports. I know you're going to enjoy Coco Cay because it mm-hmm. is definitely very high up on the list. For me and for a lot of cruisers, you went to Coco Cay. That's where we saw the lemon shark. Yeah, so that was cool. But really, I mean, we spent all of our time in the water, but there's so much to do on top of that. You know, it's basically like a little almost theme park of, in, in a sense. I mean, it's got like the huge water park and it's just got a lot of, a lot of good food venues and just beautiful beaches, just a really nice day. And the cool thing about those two ports too is that because they're Royal Caribbean ports, it's real easy to just get off the ship, enjoy your day, and you don't have to worry about doing any excursions if you don't want to, and you still are going to get a real full port experience. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamaica, you'll want to do an excursion if you're going to get off the ship in Jamaica, which I hope you do, because Jamaica has some really yeah. cool... Yeah, they got some cool excursion options, but um, I mean, there's things you can do in Coco Cay and Labadee, but... Um, but you don't have to, or you can't. So that's mm-hmm. that's kind of how I feel about those places. Is they're just really I love I love that kind of a feel uh, when you get to go to those private islands to get that full experience. Yeah, no, we we already have some excursions booked for Haiti and Jamaica, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Cool. Uh, we're going to be hiking through some jungles, climbing some waterfalls, and renting some jet skis. So it's going to be an amazing nice, nice. Uh, waterfalls in Jamaica and jet skis in Labadee. Correct. Yes. Cool. Okay. Very, very nice. Very nice. All right. So how do you want to do this? Do you want to just get into this to this ship? Sure. So what we're going to do, Tony, is we are going to um, we're going to share our screen. So we'll be mm-hmm. on the side as little little video things here. And um, and we're going to go through we're not going to go through all the decks because some of the decks are pretty much just staterooms so that we don't really need to go through those. But um, but we're going to go through deck by deck are the ones that have stuff on them and we're just going to talk about what's there and if you know if you have questions or you have comments of course just feel free to uh to speak your mind there and we'll see what we can find out um i also want to mention tony specifically asked us to talk about some of the food venues um kind of where they're located what's included and what's additional so we will definitely hit on those along the way yes and let me just say from the get-go that Royal Caribbean, 
I, I think this is my opinion, obviously, but they have very good food, like their food and their service in the MDR, I think is, I mean, I'm a carnival fan, but I will say that the service in the MDR on Royal Caribbean generally is a step up from carnival. On, on both of our Royal cruises, I walked out of the MDR every night thinking that I had the best service ever. Yeah, it, it really, it really is. And Carnival used to be that way. And I feel like Carnival's kind of lost a step there, but Royal Caribbean really hasn't. And so that is something I would definitely encourage you guys to do is take advantage of that MDR because it is got, and the food is very good too. I mean, I, I've never been unsatisfied with the food on either ship on, on the whole as a mm -hmm. whole. But um, definitely, like the if you're a fan of French onion soup, the French onion soup in the MDR is really good. Oh, on French Caribbean. onion soup! So, so there you go. All right, all right. Let's let's get started here. What do we got? All right, let's let's remember how to share a screen by clicking we're, the button. That says we're going to start uh, on the towards the bottom of the ship, and we're going to work our way up to the top deck. So the first. Really, the first deck that has anything of, of note is going to be what? Deck two? Deck two. Which is pretty low. Now, there are crew decks below that. I don't know how many decks are below that exactly. And there's not a whole lot on deck two, but um, the thing to, I mean, there's a conference center and stuff, but that's not really going to have an impact on on. That's really about all that's there. Normal cruise. But, oh. I thought the I thought the theater. That's not on two. Okay, so well, let's just bypass deck two. Yeah. Let's go to deck three. There we go. That's where I, I was thinking we were starting. So deck three is the bottom of the main theater. The main theater is two levels, and it looks like you can access it from either one, but I'm that's not 100% sure. If, I think you can. This looks like a spiral staircase that'll go up. Right, but I don't know if you can get into the theater from the bottom, or you can just go downstairs from the well, level up. Well, I feel... I feel like you probably have to be able to do both because it's got to be accessible. Probably. probably. So, oh, yeah, that's no, you're right. You're right. You, you probably yeah, can. If you go in from yeah. the top, you can't accessibly yeah. get down the stairs. That's that is valid. Yes. And I think that's how. So we were on the Freedom of the Seas, which is a kind of similar ship in to some degree. Uh, by the way. We should say that do we. Okay, there we are. Uh, and uh, it was supposed to be enhanced again in 2020. But that didn't seem to happen. So, um, so yeah, what's going on? I do see us like flicking on, flicking yeah. on. Yeah, are here, we but... are we flashing? Um, <laughs> I'm not flashing. Uh, well, let's keep going. I think we're okay. I think okay. We're all right. So there, the other thing you want to talk about that? The other thing that's that's on this level. Um, yeah. So the ice rink, which is actually something that all Voyager class ships have. Um, they have the ice rink, which is something that we experience also on the freedom of the seas. See if I, is this, um, there we go. There's a photo, photo tonight, courtesy of the professor travel. Yes. Since he was just <laughs> on this ship. Um, the ice rink is really cool because they do the ice show and then they usually have a, an option to do like ice skating lessons. Um, and it's just something different. Now, Tony, I, you know, I'm not like a big fan of the shows, but I will say that I did enjoy the ice show quite a bit. And mm -hmm. I also enjoyed the shows on the Royal Caribbean ship that we were on. Yeah. I felt like they were a, a step up from the carnival shows that I don't really love. Uh, so I don't, I don't remember your opinion on the shows, but if you're, if you're lukewarm or you like them, definitely check 
check them out and not see. sure i think it's so there's certain levels of royal caribbean that do like more of the broadway style shows and some of the older smaller ships still do kind of the carnival version of shows i'm not sure where this ship this lies. one's right on the border yeah it's, it's kind right of it's, it's kind of like a medium size yeah fairly it's new, kind but, of right in the middle yeah, so i'm yeah. not sure which direction so, your shows are gonna go so maybe let us know how that how that works out if you choose to do that um now you you were freezing up just a little bit but i thought i heard you say something about um the ship supposed to be upgraded and it wasn't upgraded because i definitely saw a video that said that the ship was upgraded and it talked about all of the things that were added to it that was done maybe a year ago uh it's on youtube so i don't know if that was true or not but it was from royal caribbean's official youtube page or so there so there is a royal caribbean blog or i think it's called royal caribbean mm -hmm. blog and they and he has a web or a podcast and he did a video and it was kind of a preview of the of the upgrades it was supposed to get. It did get upgraded in 2017, but it was supposed to get upgraded with um, they were supposed to change some of the bars around and do a few other things. And I don't think that happened. Like the lime and the coconut, yeah, which is based, just a, a based on the research that we've done for this ship tour, I don't think it went through that change. It was supposed mm. to happen in 2020. And my guess is based on the shutdown of cruising, it didn't go through that. And and we say that because the things that were supposed to be upgraded do not show up on the ship map. Yeah. But I don't think most of that will be. Specifically from the Royal Caribbean like booking mm -hmm. website. Yeah, so yeah. if it's not on where I can see it, I don't think it's got those upgrades. Yeah. But. It, it was refurbished in 2017, so it's going to be in really good shape. Mm -hmm. And it just doesn't have they've, – they've been changing things around. A lot of it, from what I could tell, because we watched the video, and it might have been the same one. Uh, and if it is, he needs to take that down or put a disclaimer up. But um, a lot of that stuff, it seemed like it, a lot of it was like sort of changing bar themes and stuff a little bit. Um, there were a few other things. Like it was going to get some new water slides or something. I don't think – yeah, I don't think it got those, yeah. but we could be wrong on that. But I don't think it did. Don't yeah. think that it did. Based on what Scott just said, with there being no USBs in the room, that's a deal breaker for us. So, Kimber, you yeah. should probably just cancel the cruise for us at this point. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that that probably also is telling. I don't know if the, I don't know if that was a the thing they were gonna. But yes, they need to do that in all the ships. Yeah, USBs are like super important. Just get one mm -hmm. of those USB. Um, pluggy things that have all the USBs like we on. have i don't know yeah. where ours is it's somewhere in this it's, room it, somewhere in this room is an appropriate <laughs> all right let's keep going let's, let's keep, going. keep going so um and then in the the back of the ship is the bottom level of the sapphire dining room which is the mdr um on this ship it is three levels which is kind of cool mm -hmm. yeah very open and um so that'll be good because it, it probably will feel a little less crowded too with yep. it being three levels. All right. And then we move up to deck four. Yep. Deck four, which has the upper level of the main theater. Um, and then you get it into the schooner bar, which is one of my favorite bars on the Royal ships. It's a, uh, I think, I think Scott's got a picture got, of that. It's, it's a little bit, it's like a little bit of a picture of that. This is the schooner bar. I believe it's like a ship themed bar. Yes, I mean, it's it's a it's a sailing a yeah it's yeah. like a sailing themed bar. But it's, it's really cool. I remember on the 
was it on the freedom or the brilliance? We took a picture. They had like the wheel where you can drive. And we it took a picture. On, might have been on. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know which one. It might have been on the brilliance. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I don't remember. But the, one one thing that's really cool about Royal Caribbean ships is some of their bars, which they do kind of have that on most of their ships. So you kind of get that sort of, oh, I'm at home on a Royal Caribbean ship feel, is they do have some things like this, like the schooner bar. And it's it's a very nautical. That's a good. It's a nautical a theme bar. Good and description. The other thing that I really think is cool that I noticed because we we looked at some ship tours and stuff for the ship to help us prepare is that, and we noticed it's on the Royal Caribbean's that we've been on, there are a lot of really neat ship models mm-hmm. and I'm a, I'm a fan of ship models. So I think that's really cool. And this one I've seen a few at least while, uh, while watching videos and stuff of the ship. Yeah. So, Matt, with that beard, you could be a ship model, right? I know. In there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, 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 you know, you've got the beard too, my friend. So we can, we should start a company. We can do like the uh, the ninety Abercrombies, like Abercrombie and Fitch <laughs> models, and just stand around shirtless everywhere. Well, I think we should get those like pea coats and stuff. That works too. You know, like a, like a fake pipe or something like that. I think that'd be good. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, Giovanni's table. This is the first dining venue we've come upon. Yes, it is. Um, it is their Italian restaurant. We um, ate at that on on the uh, Freedom. Didn't we? No, we didn't no. do any. We've never done specialty oh, dining. No, on do Giovanni's. No, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of Marty. Yeah, Dan. we've not done any specialty dining on Royal, so we can't speak to it. Personally. Well, they don't have a lot on Brilliance. No. So, but they did on um, Freedom, but we, it was like a three night cruise, so we didn't do much yeah. of anything on that ship. Um, but Giovanni's is a specialty dining, um, and Scott says that it's amazing. Okay. So it it must be good. I can say that being a non pasta fan i absolutely love the italian restaurant on carnival and so i would suspect that royal caribbean would be able to deliver at that level mm-hmm. or higher and the, it is not a included restaurant um it's but it's not super crazy it's 25 dollars per person and then and they have also they have a 15 dollar lunch thing you can do um and you're going to get a lot of food for that so mm-hmm. You know, different people have different opinions on on whether you should splurge on a cruise and, and go to the, the extra charged restaurants. You know, it depends on the cruise for me. But I can tell you whenever I do, I don't regret the experience. Like I, like it's usually a really good amount of, of, of uh, food and good quality food. But again, you're going to get good quality food and a good amount of food regardless. Although you liked the food last time, right? I did. Uh, Cheyenne did not. In fact, the only thing that she did enjoy was uh, the steakhouse on, on the Carnival Sunshine. Uh, we we both ordered um, a, a 28 ounce steak, and, and I kid you not, like it's bigger than Cheyenne's head, and she ate her <laughs> entire steak. Uh, that was wow. the only thing she really enjoyed. Uh, otherwise, no, she didn't like it. And so the, the talk up until now and, and until we get to our cruise from her has been this food better be worth it. Uh, and so <laughs> uh, I really hope so because I don't want to hear her um, being upset about the, uh, the food myself. And then as far as food goes for me, the only thing I care about is the soft serve ice cream. I have a record. Oh, yeah. When we were on the sunshine, I had 33 ice cream cones uh, the entire trip. So I, I'm <laughs> shooting to beat that record. So a man they, after my own stomach, they don't have soft serve on yeah. Royals the same way that they do on carnival. Uh, they have it. It's not, 
24 hours, but it's most of the time. I don't remember I having it. Yeah, they have it. I don't remember us having a... Oh. Um, or where it was. Is it only in the it's, Windjammer? It's usually in the Windjammer. I don't know on Which this Which is yet. closed when it's not time to be open. Well, it depends. <laughs> depends on the ship. It depends on... Sometimes you can get in. They'll close it for cleaning, but you can get in other times, and the ice cream will still be open. Okay. The ice cream is not necessarily 24 hours, but it's it's available most of the time. So you will definitely be able to beat your record if you really yeah. are determined to. Kimbra. And they also have, which we I know we're not there yet, but they do have another ice cream option. So for you it. need to slow down. I won't. I won't go. I won't. We're jump. only on deck four. We, the there's like 15 decks on here. We need to. That's right. Okay. I do want to know though when you get back if Cheyenne enjoyed the food. I, I really hope oh, she absolutely. does. Oh, absolutely. And and tell her too that if she gets something from like the MDR and she doesn't like it, she can ask for something else and they will mm -hmm. bring it to her. So uh, make sure she feels comfortable like trying different different options and that's that's okay to do to find something she really likes because we want her to be happy. Yes. That's important. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so next we have the casino and a bar. Called the Casino Royale. Yes. So look for James Bond. Right. And then we get into uh, the atrium area, which is called the Centrum, um, which also has the art gallery. And then there's a bar area called the Tavern, um, which on one thing that I saw also lists that there's food a la carte, mm -hmm. maybe, couldn't find a lot more information on it or what yeah, that food is. Maybe uh, maybe mm -hmm. Scott can can tell us. Oh, he says that next to the windjammer, so that must be where the ice cream oh, okay. is. Um, yeah, so this is one of the things that was going to get changed to a different type of. This is kind of a sports bar type of of theme, and um, so it's still it already exists. They were just going to retheme it to this kind of new theme that they have going on all their ships or their newer ships. Um, but the, we think it probably has some a la carte items like chicken wings and. Well, I don't know what this has. That's what the playmaker yeah. has, but I have yeah. no idea what the tavern has. That's my guess. I couldn't find anything. That's my guess. And if I it, if it, it does, yeah. it's probably like, yeah, yeah. He says the tavern is somewhat loud. Think pub food. It okay. felt, all, felt like I'm an all Irish about pub. pub food. Yeah. Okay. So it, it's going to be. It's going to be a la carte, but it's going to be reasonably, very reasonably priced. It's yeah. not, it's going to be a lot cheaper than going to like a Buffalo Wild Wings or something like that, you know? So, um, yeah, you're spending a little bit of extra money, but you get to have the fun pub mm -hmm. food in the pub kind of a, kind of a deal there. So, he says like an Irish pub there. Now there is a, there is an English pub on here, which is, which we'll get to. We're not there yet. I know. I know. Just because you looked ahead doesn't mean they did. <laughs> All right, well, let's All keep right. going. And then we we end the back of this deck with the next level of the MDR. The Sapphire Dining yes. Room. So now we're going up to deck five. Now we go up to deck five, the which observation has an observation deck. This is the deck where you can walk outside and walk around the ship. I did that research on my own. Did you? Yes, because that's important to me. Uh, if, if you can't do that on a ship, I get very upset. So uh, I, I always want to have that deck that's lower that you can walk around the ship. And it's usually pretty quiet. There's not as many people out there. This is the deck that has that, as well as a lot of other things, too. Yes. And then you get into the Star Lounge, 
that's going to be like kind of the the comedy club sort of uh, sort of dealy. Um, and they probably do like karaoke and stuff in there, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Maybe maybe trivia, but they probably they do a lot of trivia in that pub that I'm not allowed to mention yet. <laughs> <laughs> Which is it's appropriate, I think, for a British pub to do. Yeah, trivia. I'm curious if Scott knows if they if they do or if anybody knows if they do Harry Potter trivia on Royal. Yes, they did. They did um, ours, it yeah. is um, at least when we did it on it was Freedom that we did it right mm-hmm. on Freedom. Um, it definitely wasn't. To we, the, did it. we did it on both maybe. Brilliance and Freedom. It definitely wasn't to the level as the Carnival one. Mm-hmm. Um, but that may depend on the entertainment staff. It, it might. Yes. Yeah. Um, because I can tell you there was some real intense um uh, Harry Potter trivia on the Carnival Horizon, and it was oh, yeah. it, it was, was it was hardcore. Yeah, and yeah, when won. we did it on Freedom, well, of course. Um, <laughs> when we did it on Freedom, I mean, I got everything right, but it was just kind of like, oh, good for you. Like, well, so here's the thing: trivia on any ship besides Carnival is you're playing for the fun of the trivia and if you win it's like bragging rights you don't get the beloved loved by many hated by a few ship on a stick um, you will get something it could be a keychain it could be a deck of cards i think we got a pen and a highlighter a when pen, we won yeah, trivia. But, yeah but mostly it's just for the fun of, of mm-hmm. playing, which ultimately that's what's really important but yeah um but yeah they do they do well i mean they have had it i suspect they will have it again yeah Oh, they also have Game of Thrones trivia, Scott says. So, yes. I and make things that, that you one. have a chance at winning Harry Potter trivia. If you come on the group cruise and they have Harry Potter trivia, I'm just going to go tell them, you might as well just, just end this now because our team is going to win. Between Canberra, myself, Between you and, and Canberra, and, and I think Meg's a Harry Potter fan too, it's just over. It's just, <laughs> just hang it up. Don't even compete. There's no point. All right. And then we have the connoisseur club. Is that like, that's what that word is, right? Yeah. The connoisseur club. And I'm not a hundred percent sure what this is, but I think this might be about like, if you, is this like for a certain level? I don't know. I don't know. Scott, I didn't look this one up. I didn't look there. This up is why I'm glad Scott's out there. Cause I don't remember seeing anything about this one. So I'm not a hundred percent sure this is. So, okay. So this area though, this area that we're walking through right now is this really interesting Royal Caribbean feeling um, center of the ship where it's, it's indoors on this ship, but um, it feels very open. Um, and it feels like you're walking down a city street and there's like little shops on the, and bars and stuff on the sides. And it's really kind of a cool thing. Um, so the connoisseur club might just be a little bar that's there. Um Scott never went to it, but, uh, oh yeah, that's right. And Scott's spouse is a big Harry Potter fan. So there we go. Right. We've definitely got this in the bag. Um, but it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a really neat feeling thing. It's the cigar lounge. Oh, cigar lounge. Okay. So maybe not. Thank you, me, Google. But, but if you like cigars, then that's where you want to yeah. go. Yeah. All right. And then we have some shops. Well, hang on. Oh, I was I'm doing this. Oh, okay. Okay. And then this. So we have some shops and then we have cafe promenade, 
which is like where you can get coffee. Um, so this, for the most part, is all included. Um, so they have like some pastries and like some deli sandwiches. Um, we think this is where they have pizza. This is, this is definitely this where, is they, have where they have pizza. Yes. Okay. Um, and they have coffee. If you want to get like fancy coffee, like that the barista makes, that is not included. Mm -hmm. um, that's a, a paid item, but everything else there is complimentary. Yeah, yeah, so a, a lot of ships have something called Sorrento's. This ship does not have Sorrento's. That's the pizza place, but they have the pizza place. It's just here. It's in the Cafe Promenade. It's open till the pizza you can get till late at night, mm -hmm. like as you properly should with pizza. I don't know if it's 24 hours, but it's pretty late, so you can get it most of the time. Yeah, And um, it looks like a really nice place and it's different than going to the buffet because it's in this section where it feels like a little cafe on, on a street in a city or something. And, and it just kind of has a, a nice vibe to it. Um, it's definitely like the part of, of the newer Royal Caribbean ships where you could get into that area and be like, Oh, I I'm definitely on a Royal Caribbean ship. Even mm -hmm. if you don't know, which one it is at that point. Cause it just got, it's just different than any other yeah. ship I've seen. So MSC does something sort of like that, but not, it's not the same. It's just, it's a Royal Caribbean thing and it's kind of cool. So. The pizza is what I'm most looking forward to. I, uh, I'm a huge pizza person. It's my favorite food ever. And unfortunately I did not enjoy carnivals pizza. Oh, well yeah. you might like Royal Caribbeans cause it's a big kind of controversy out there. Who has the best pizza and some people are in on this side of the fence or that side of the fence. So I'll be I, curious. I really liked Royals Pizza. You liked you liked Royals better than Carnival's, right? And uh -huh. a lot of people. I liked them opposite, both, but, but I really liked Royals there Pizza. You there you go. Um, also, Tony, I saw pizza flavored ice cream at the grocery store the other day. Would you eat that? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I, yeah. They also had mac and cheese ice cream i don't know i'm not sure how I for that too. Those things. i but also like I mac and cheese on pizza so you could take oh, the like mac that. and cheese ice cream and put it on the top of oh. the mac and cheese pizza or the uh pizza flavored ice cream okay and just have right. macaroni right. and cheese pizza flavored ice cream <laughs> i okay i thought it was bizarre but uh they have a they have an audience so would you <laughs> eat the pizza ice cream no the mac and cheese ice cream i would try the mac and cheese ice yeah. cream I really like mac and cheese. I know you do. I know you do. Okay. All right. All right. Speaking of ice cream. Speaking of ice cream, they have Ben and Jerry's ice cream parlor on there, which this just says ice cream parlor, but I think it's Ben and Jerry's. I think Jerry's it's Ben and Jerry's as sure well. It is. Um, and this is not included. So this no. would be an additional fee. However, you can the the fee for the ice cream is between I'd say you're probably looking at three to five bucks for a cone for, you know, Ben and Jerry's ice cream. So it's, it's, it's like going to a Ben and Jerry's ice cream, but it's cheaper. I don't think you would get three to $5 for Ben and Jerry's. If you went to a Ben and Jerry's, I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't I haven't think been you to one. buy a carton thing of Ben and Jerry's for maybe $5, but well, maybe. Um, so the, the important question would be then is if I had an ice cream from there, would that count in my tally for oh. overall ice cream consumption? I think so. I mean, that's really, I don't think I can answer that for you. I, I, I think, <laughs> I think you should just do both. Well, don't do, don't do like a running 30 Ben and Jerry's. That, well, that get no, expensive. Here's what you can do. You can do two separate counts and then depending on how close you are, yeah. you can add them. There you yeah. go. There you go. <laughs> and then nobody has to really know. Right. 
Okay. That sounds fair. Yeah. All right. And then we have the Crown and Kettle Pub. Um, the Crown and Kettle Pub. Which is actually what Scott thought we were talking about before when we were talking about the tavern. So ah. when he was talking about pub, this is actually what he was talking about. Oh, so maybe there – is there food in the Crown and Kettle? Crown and Kettle is no. like – if if you could go to the Crown and Kettle and order a butterbeer, it would feel right at home. It's Perfect. It's a very British-feeling pub, which I'm a big fan of. Um, they have a very interesting drink menu, which I'll put up here. I don't know if these prices are accurate, but they probably are. Um, one of the things that I found really interesting are these beer teenies. So like beer cocktails mixed with different liqueurs mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's a very interesting place and they do a lot of their trivia there. And it's just, it's the kind of bar that I'm not like the person hangs out in bars that often, but if I did yeah. hang out in a bar, this is the kind of bar I would hang out in. Like that menu kind of reminded me of um, Prohibition Kitchen's menu up in uh, St. Augustine. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. But think of that with more of a of a British twist to it instead mm -hmm. of a. But yeah, sort of that same almost nineteen twenties, nineteen forties, somewhere in there. Yeah, just just a classic British pub, which I enjoy quite a bit. Quite so. Quite so. They probably do have tea time on the ship too. If you've never done tea time, look for search that out because tea time is a really cool experience. Even if you don't like tea, you get like lots of little sandwiches and pastries and stuff. And it's included, except on Virgin, but uh, where they charge you a ridiculous amount of money for it. But uh, it's it's a good it's a good experience. And I I don't know when and if they have it, but they probably have it. And when you just have to kind of look for it. Go to um, guest services and look for it. Oh, and Meg is putting up a link to your podcast. Thank you, Meg. Thank Meg's you. awesome. I know. Meg is it's, awesome. It's really cool that she, she does that. It's really also really funny when you think about like how many people have listened to me talk about Harry Potter. I have a guest who, who has been listening to me from Romania consistently since day one. That's and awesome. It, it's just crazy to me. Somebody from Romania is listening to me talk about Harry Potter. That right. I know that, that is, that is really cool. And, and, and that's like the beautiful thing about, about the world we live in today, the beautiful part is that we have these connections now, like that we, even if we would have been able to make them, we would have never known about it. Mm -hmm. And now that's so cool. That is really cool. That is awesome. All right. What's, what's next? So we have some more shops and then we have the shore excursions desk, guest services, um, and the R bar, which is like an upscale kind of bar, like the fancy bar. Yeah. And so some of the different bars have different drinks that are specific to that bar. And then most of them, you can get the regular whatever drinks, um, that sort of thing. And then there are some that are more kind of your standard cruise drinks and stuff of that nature. And uh, Scott gives the R bar his blessing there. Great lounge and more subdued. So a little more relaxed at most. Um, guest services is right there too. Yes, I said that. Yep. Um, and then we have the top level of the Sapphire dining room. Cool. 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 Um, and then another thing I want to point out to you, Tony, is that a really cool feature of Royal Caribbean ships is that at all the elevator areas, they have these touchscreen, like vertical 
portrait style TVs. Um, they're probably computer screens or something. And you can you can touch them and, and find different venues. You can even mm -hmm. put in your stateroom number and it'll kind of give you like a little direction thing to it. Um, it makes it really easy to find stuff. They also have these kind of cool acrylic uh, ship maps, like 2D-ish ship maps that tell you where you are and what's on your floor. Those are real helpful for just like, oh, I'm here. Oh, that's there. But um, but these interactive things are really kind of a, a nice asset that uh, that you can use to to explore the ship, explore the explorer of the seas, and also you know if you're like, oh, I haven't, I don't know where that is, it can help you find it. Mm -hmm. The elevator will also tell you what day of the week is. That's yes. good to know. Yes, on on, the, on a row on the floor. Yeah. yeah, they they have like little plates that they change out each day to tell you the day of the week. Mm -hmm. yes. which I, is like one of my favorite things i tried to find the day before so i could like break in and put it there thinking i could maybe go back in time but it didn't work oh. so yeah except you never did that did you no yeah. it didn't, it didn't do okay that. so deck six through ten are all state rooms so unless your room is on one of those you probably won't be on them <laughs> ours is on eight i believe oh, okay cool and you've got a balconies right yeah we have three balconies in a row and yeah. so i'm pretty excited about like being able to open up that area i don't know if they actually do that on royal or not um where you can open up those dividing walls um they probably that'd be really cool. do but yeah probably you if it's like carnival then you have to you you can tell your room steward but you'll have to like contact guest services and then they have to tell your room steward to do it kind of a thing but uh i would suspect they probably do that and it is a really cool thing to, to be able to do that and just have mm -hmm. that long balcony. Yeah. Also, just to clarify, Cheyenne and I do not have three rooms. Like we didn't book three rooms for ourselves. <laughs> we have family and friends who are also going with us who, who have the, the adjacent rooms to us. Yes. If you book three rooms for, I don't even know if you could do that. Like if they would let yeah, you. Yeah, I do don't that. know. Well, I, I mean, mean, technically they could have done two, one for Tony, yeah, one for yeah. Cheyenne, and then one for the dog. I don't think that's that three. Would. Yeah. Okay. It, but yes, yes. <laughs> so the first time you guys cruise, was it just the two of you? It was just the two of us. Yes. So that's another thing that I, I will be curious to get your take on because um, cruising with different situations can really change your cruising experience. Mm -hmm. And and I don't mean that in like this way is better than that way. I just mean they're different. And I think that that's really cool. Like, like a group cruise, for example, is a lot of fun, but also cruising with a small group of friends can really, I mean, it just changes what you're going to do and how you enjoy it. But then cruising with, you know, just you and Cheyenne can, can be a different experience, a much more kind of intimate and an experience stuff like that. So I'm curious to yeah. get your take on, on all that too. Yeah, it's going to be fun. And, and we both Cheyenne and I, when it comes to anything group wise, we're, we're both entertainers, we're both very hospitable. And so we always feel like we have to be the one like planning and, and doing and everyone's just kind of coming with us We're we're more of like the uh, the wranglers. And uh, uh, we've learned that the easiest way to, to do all of that is just always set the expectations in the beginning. Uh, and we are very clear with with our family and friends like, hey, um, this is what we're going to do. Um, if you want to do it with us, you can. If there's anything you want us to do with you, you can. And don't feel hurt if we don't want to join you and, and we won't feel hurt if you don't want to join us kind of thing. And so just making it very clear up front. That way um, expectations can be set and, and managed easily afterwards. That is a great cruise tip, by the way 
to set those expectations and to have those expectations because that is what cruising really thrives at is letting people have their own experiences and setting those parameters where you say, look, we're going to make sure that we meet up here at this time on this day and this day or whatever. And we're going to do this together, but everything else, if we do it together, that's great. But yeah, don't feel like nobody's getting butt hurt if you want to go do this and we're going to go do that. And I think that really, to me, that's one of the best things about cruising with like a small group of friends is that if you have that understanding, it really makes it a great experience and Mm -hmm. you'll probably end up hanging out a lot, but then you can still have that sort of intimate time where you go for that quiet walk or something like that. And, and, uh, or, or maybe you do a different excursion than somebody else, something like that. That's really, that's really good to lay out those boundaries though, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And as long as I have my, my time to just stare at the water and contemplate life for a few hours, I'm totally good. So I will tell you the other, the great thing about a balcony, did you guys have a balcony on your first cruise? I don't remember. No, we just had an ocean view room, which was like almost water level and it terrified Cheyenne. So we didn't get to look out of it a whole lot. (laughs) Well, this, I think she's going to like the balcony more. I hope I'm not saying that and I'm wrong, but, uh, but the nice thing about the balcony, especially if you're with a group and you are going to do something together, or maybe you or Cheyenne takes longer to get ready. Um, the balcony is a place where you don't have to sit in the stateroom like anxious and ready to go because, Hey, if you're waiting on somebody, you just go out, step on the balcony and you're having that, that Mm -hmm. commune time with the ocean and uh, ain't nothing wrong with that. So it's, it's really, I love balconies and I think you're going to really enjoy that. Awesome. Cool. All right, what's next? What what deck are we on? Eleven. We're on eleven. This one goes to I, eleven. I just want to say we've got five more decks to go. Okay. So. So pick it up. Is yeah. That what you're saying? Yeah. Right. <laughs> um. So we have the fitness center, um, which you know is the normal the the treadmills, the ellipticals, the the workout things. I'm excited um, for this. Yeah. And if you want to work out. This is where you can do it. And I'm pretty sure that they do classes on this. They do classes. Yeah, they like, do classes. Like yoga and yeah, spin I'm and sure they do. Yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we get into the solarium, um, which is normally my favorite part of the of the Royal Caribbean ships. I think that's where mm-hmm. we've spent a good portion of our time. It's adults only. It is adults only. So this Not is in a naughty way. This though. is like the the serenity of Royal Caribbean. Yeah. Um, what's interesting about this particular solarium is it's not covered. Well, the, a lot of the newer ones, they have a retractable roof. Yeah. But like this one, this one looked like it was like completely uncovered. Like it wasn't just a portion that was covered. So the pool part in the center is open, which for your cruise is probably going to be great. Mm -hmm. Um, and then off to the sides, it is it is underneath. There's, is it? Yeah. There's oh, stuff well, then underneath. that's how freedom I think, was. I think okay. the whirlpools are underneath as well. Okay. Never so you mind. can so you can escape the sun and still have some pool time, but it's a it's a good. Normally, it's a pretty chill kind of place because of because of the eighteen and over kind of atmosphere. Um, although it wasn't on our well, cruise, I was going to say that was a little bit of so, an anomaly. So placement of this may not be ideal. Um, because it looks very similar to placement of where it was on um, Freedom of the Seas, where they have these elevators, the um, forward elevators. 
And then right after the solarium is like the main pool deck. So you had all of these families walking from the elevators through the solarium to get yeah, but to I that think, main pool deck. I think our cruise was like a short weekend cruise. And we so we had a ton of families yeah. and children and big, big groups of people that were very loud and obnoxious. And so I think that's really what that was about. I don't. I think, mean, I don't you, think they're going to. Oh, I guess there's elevators midship too. Yeah, I don't too. think they're going to experience it. I think this is a good spot for this, and the whirlpools are nice. The pool is nice. This is a really good place to just relax. If you mm -hmm. want a little bit more of the party vibe, you're going to go to the other pools. If you want to just relax and have some quiet time um, in or out of the pools, this is probably the place you're going to want to go. And then, of course, there's a bar. Yeah. Um, and then there's another bar on like the main pool area. And this, um, this ship has the sea Trek dive shop, which has all of your diving needs or some of them. <laughs> Not really scuba D. Well, no. there are some ships that do offer dive. I don't think this lessons. one is one of this it has like, your, a, like your, cruise, you're going to get but... your, your snorkel gear and your waterproof phone case and. Or like little yeah. baggy thing. Yeah, they yeah. probably open up before you go to a port and yeah. stuff like that. So it's like another little store. It's kind of cool though. It's a it's a cool concept. I mean, the, the fact that they call it a dive shop and have it on there is kind of neat to me. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like oh cool. Yeah, so. and then you have your main pool, which has um, looks like four whirlpools. Yes, um, which so is nice. Yeah, there's like a lot of whirlpools. I feel like on this ship, yeah, that's six whirlpools. Two of them are smaller, but looks like four of them are pretty full sized. And then the pools are cool because there's like two pools in the same area together, which is kind of a neat thing and uh, kind of a kind of a cool, you know, it's that it's that pool deck yeah. atmosphere yep. right there. And then this ship does have the big outdoor screen where they do like the movies and stuff so you can sit around and watch yeah that. I, don't, I don't know if it's it's like a big movie at night place, but they will no, but have, they usually play movies. Yeah, yeah, they'll have it's, some stuff going yeah. on up there, which is kind of fun. To go out there, you know, early evening, sit in the hot tub and maybe watch a movie or something like that can be fun. Yeah. Now, are these decks, like what we're looking at right here, are, are these open air decks where like if we go to the next deck up, it's just uh, one level above this and you can look down into this area? Yes. Okay. Yes. So not, I don't think that's the case over the... Um, it won't the, be along the sides, but in yeah, the, the it, middle. It'll be the sides on, in the this pool is, area, but not in the adult only area. I don't the side think. I don't think the sides are open. There's like windows along there. Right, but he's talking about above that. Yeah, like yeah. Above that, it's like up. a deck. Yeah. Like okay. a and you can look down. Like um yes. It'll it'll be it'll it'll feel this part will feel a lot like the carnival ship you were on in mm -hmm. that pool area, only it might be a different you know, number of pools or the way the pools are laid out, but it'll kind of have a similar feel to that. It's kind of that Lido where it's open in the middle. Yeah. 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 yeah that was actually a, a very surprising um, thing that we enjoyed was the fact that the sunshine had that area where there was the screen and we could sit there in the evenings and watch movies together. Yeah. It's a cool, it's really cool. I mean, yeah, sit out at night, cool air. There's no mosquitoes, you know, <laughs> it's like, mm -hmm. it's quite pleasant. Um, and then we go to Chops Grill, which is the steakhouse, um, which is another specialty dining. And it is cheaper than Carnival because Carnival is usually 50 bucks per person, I think. 38. 
Oh, is it 38? Why is I thinking 50? I don't know. So it's a little cheaper than Carnival. And it, on this ship, it's I believe it's going to be 35. They may have a lunch thing because I saw that come up in my research for 19. But I don't know for sure that that's a thing. So um, don't quote me on that one. But Chops Grill, you know, it's a it's a good steakhouse experience. Um, I I definitely like it. I've done Chops Grill. Uh, I, it's been a while since I've done it. So I, I don't know if it's, I don't know how it compares to carnival, but I know I really enjoyed it. So I think it's good. Um, what is Scott saying here? Oh, Scott says warning. Once you go to a balcony, you'll never go back. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin's saying, do they still make staterooms without balconies? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but Scott's also saying, the main smoking area is located on the side of the main pool. So on one side of the main pool is where you want to go if you want to smoke or where you want to avoid if you don't smoke. So, so keep that in mind. Um, and that may be, that's I think on the, on the bottom and maybe above it. I'm not sure, but um, yeah. So yes, he said, this is also where they do these new movies. Okay. So we're, oh, he does. Now Scott did not care for chops. He said, go to Giovanni's for steak. It was. Oh, and he's saying chops was $40. Oh, it's $40. So our mm -hmm. research said 35. Maybe it's gone. Well, up. it might. Yeah, it might be old Could've research. Gone up. I thought it was pretty recent, but, um, but yeah. So maybe go to the Italian place first for a mm -hmm. steak. I mean, Carabas has one of my favorite steaks. So yeah, you never know. All right. And then we have the Windjammer, which is the buffet. Yes. And. In general, I would say that I enjoy Royal Caribbean's buffets probably a little bit more than Carnival's. I think the food quality is similar. Um, the reason I'm partial to them, I, I typically like the layout better, but that can vary from ship to ship. Mm -hmm. But what I really like is I like Indian food, and Royal Caribbean has usually has Indian food on the buffet every day. And so, and, and Carnival offers it in the main dining room, but they don't typically have it every day in the buffet. So, um, so that can be a perk for me, but if you don't like Indian food, then you won't care about that. But, mm -hmm. uh, but they do, but they do have, I think, good quality buffet food. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. So on to deck 12, deck we have 12. the spa, which is in the front of the ship. Um, and little tip here uh, on your first day of the cruise, if you want to get some potential deals or just get some kind of sometimes free experiences, or if you really do want to work out, um, go to the gym area and they'll tell you all about what they offer and stuff, but go to the spa. And a lot of times they'll give you like a tour of the spa and they might most of the time, although they didn't on our last cruise, but most of the time they will give you a little, a little mini sample massage which is kind of nice. And they will be, I won't say pushy, pushy, but they will be a little bit like, Hey, or sign up, sign up. Just say, no, they're not going to come after you or anything like that. But, yeah. uh, but it can be a good way to kind of check out the spa and see what it's all about mm -hmm. and just maybe have that, you know, little hot stones kind of experience, which is, which is quite delightful or the bamboo pole or whatever. Yeah. 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 Did you just compare your hands to hot stones? I did. My hands are like <laughs> hot stones. I don't know what that means, but <laughs> are they? 
Oh yeah. <laughs> also, yes. the real Unc D is in the house, and it is a birthday day for him. Happy birthday! It is his birthday. Is it your birthday today, Dan? Uh, at the time of recording, was that this morning that I wished him happy? It, it was this morning. And Alana from down under cruisers, yeah. hers popped. Now who knows what day it is in Australia, but but uh, but yeah, <laughs> happy birthday, Dan! You know what? I'm gonna say happy birthday too. I am. I did see it on Facebook, but I am horrible about like commenting on that kind of stuff. So it's not that I don't care. It's just that I don't do things i don't Everybody, always do that let me just confess i just so I so here's here's the way i see it is i don't want it to look like i pay i play favorites right so if i say happy to birthday to one person but not someone else i don't want the someone else to be like well they didn't say happy birthday right. if I, if so I, I just don't say happy birthday to anyone if i pass over because I'm, then if i forget I'm it's usually like, like that but then every now and then like like i saw dan and alana popped up and i'm like i'm gonna say happy birthday to them so if I don't say happy birthday to you, please don't take it personally out there. Um, I, I, I apologize. Sometimes I see people and I'm like, oh, I want to wish them happy birthday. Sometimes I'll even do it like in a private message just for that reason. Yeah. Like, but, I'm, um, but sometimes I'm just, I just miss the message. I'm just bad. Like, I don't even give my mom a card. Like, like I'm like just not good at it. Guilty Confessions but... <laughs> podcast now. All right, let's let's move Anyways. on. Everybody understands social media. It's Yeah, so, um, so next we have the track, the running track. Super um, excited for that. Yeah, so um, there's that. Are you a runner? Uh, here recently, yeah. As uh, So I didn't tell you uh, any of this, but uh, Shine and I set weight goals for ourselves for this cruise. And so I literally dropped from 210, and I'm down to 179 now, and I'm super excited about it. That's, that's awesome. Nice. Congratulations on Thank that. You. That is cool. If you like running, um, this is a going to be a really cool place to do it because yeah. it's that you know what better place than up in the open air and with that view mm -hmm. you're going to enjoy that yeah right? and um uh tip if you like track it on your watch or something it might show that you go like hundreds <laughs> of miles instead of like one so well, if he goes hundreds of miles he's been running a long time well yeah but because it like tracks where you are on the ship right like, but the ship's only going like 20, okay 20, 30 miles per hour max, much more so. miles than one <laughs> gotcha anyway understood and then uh the sky bar is also here which is i think an indoor bar that's kind of cool yeah um and then as you move to the back of the ship this is where all of your kids stuff is or some of it is the teen area, the arcades, um, Adventure Ocean, which is the younger kids area, um, the outdoor youth area, and then Johnny Rockets, which right in the middle of all that, yeah. yes, um, which is like the like Johnny Rockets that they're they have on land. Um, you know, it's like the diner with the milkshakes and the stuff. This is a paid venue, which kind of irks me a little bit. I will yeah. say, I prefer guys. The actual Johnny Rockets on land, I like that quite a bit. And and it may be different, but the Johnny Rockets I've had on the ship were not as good to me. But other people would fight me on that hill quite fiercely. So um, it's not that expensive, I guess. It's like seven bucks, but that only covers your food. But it's as much food, I think, as you want. Um so you can get burgers and unlimited fries, but it doesn't cover like soda and shakes, mm -hmm. which is which is kind of a shame when you can get guys burgers included. But um, but it is yeah. But it, it the cool thing about it is this: 
is that it is a restaurant experience. So whereas if you go to Guy's Burgers, it's kind of like a buffet burger almost. This is not. You are actually getting served by a waiter and it it feels like you're in a real Johnny Rocket. So in, in that sense, it's really cool. And if you're yeah. a burger guy, I would encourage you to maybe consider giving it a shot and then let me know what you think. Um, oh, I, I, I plan on it because uh, I, I wasn't a huge fan of guys, uh, but I'm oh, also not so, a huge fan that this one is not inc- included with the price. Yes, that is a shame. Now, my my good buddy Mark is um, he is he is definitely um, team Johnny Rockets. So he and I have like almost mm-hmm. come to I was come like, to blows. Scott says, "Fight me, that. Matt." Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you want that, Scott, because I'm pretty sure that that Matt wrestles alligators in his free time. <laughs> I, I wouldn't test my uh, agility and, and fierceness against Scott, though. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, the world's a big place. Everybody should have their own opinions. But, but yeah, I, I'd be curious as to what you think and if you think it was if it was worth it or not, especially since you're not a fan of guys. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right, what else we got? All right, so we're on to deck 13, lucky number 13. Oh, they acknowledge a 13? Well, Good so for them if they do. I hope so. I don't know if it's just that way on like yeah. this or if it's really there. Um, I hope it is because yeah. 13 is a great number. <laughs> um, I second that. So here on the front of the ship, we have the rock climbing wall, which is interesting because I think I've only ever seen it on the back of the ship. Well, that is different. Yeah, yeah that is different. Um, and then the sports court, which is like your basketball and sports ball dodgeball i think they do normally yeah soccer basketball they might do oh you know what this is the back of the ship i lied because this is all there is on this deck it's the back Mm -hmm. but okay but it but it's it's towards the back of the ship but it's facing the front no yeah because the flow rider faces the back this is the aft is on the bottom. Right. I, I understand yeah. this, but it's facing towards oh, it's, the floor. Oh, rider. you're right. I understand. Okay. I feel I'm like with where that's positioned, like if you look at the, the top right diagram where it has the whole ship, where the climbing wall is, is really closer to midship than back of the ship. Yeah. 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 That's true. Yes. And, and look, these two things are like, there are people who are loyal to Royal and they're huge Royal Caribbean fans. Um, and, and one of the things that they love are these kind of experiences that Royal Caribbean offers that are different. You won't find a flow rider and a, a rock climbing wall on a, on a carnival ship, or I don't think a Norwegian ship or, you know, so this is kind of cool stuff. Um, if you like rock climbing walls, it would be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. The flow rider, I was, I was really interested in trying and, and it was kind of cool. Uh, I'm, I was a little concerned I would hurt myself, but I didn't. I did it. We both did it. And I probably won't ever do it again. <laughs> um, well, if you were good at it, it would be a lot of fun. I, I would be interested in doing like that lesson thing where you yeah. like have more than 30 seconds to try it. Well, we were on there for more than 30 yeah, seconds. Yeah, but there were, everybody was watching me and there was it so was, much that pressure. Was little, that was a little weird. And you get sprayed in the face. Of yeah. Water. I don't resent. I don't regret present i don't regret doing it no I think no it, i was really looking forward to trying it and yeah. i'm glad i did i would maybe try it again but it would have to be towards the end of the cruise when i was done with all of right, the right. steps just in case i like break an arm yeah i, w- I will <laughs> mention that the rock climbing wall you do have to have socks mm-hmm. um yes so make sure you have socks and i i don't know i think they give you shoes but i feel like when we were on the brilliance they said you had to have closed toed shoes so i'm not sure I'm not sure what's required, but you do have to have socks. 
Yeah, I think socks is what it. Now, look, Scott, I, I know at Johnny Rockets you get ketchup, which you spelled wrong, by the way, with a happy face. But I'm just giving you trouble, buddy. But, uh, and that's cool. Okay, that's cool. All right. Point for you. All right. <laughs> Let's go to deck 14. So deck 14 has Dizzy's, which is a bar. Um, I didn't look it up, so I can't tell you anything about it. Yeah, we didn't look up Dizzy's. I don't remember seeing, <laughs> I don't that. Remember seeing it, that. I feel like it's kind of martini-ish bar, maybe. I can this, look it so up. So also, I will say this is the part of the ship that is another thing that's very Royal Caribbean specific. And it is one of my favorite characteristics of a Royal Caribbean ship. And that is sort of this flying saucer shape thing that's on the ship. And it's another really cool, like serene place. Part of it, the Viking Crown Lounge, I think is reserved for people that are at a certain level. But then the other, or maybe that's the Diamond Club. It's a Diamond Club, I think that's reserved. But um, but you can go up there and it's a real chill, quiet place to just like hang out. I draw there, read a book, have a nice quiet conversation. Um, they usually have coffee and stuff up there as well mm -hmm. as alcohol. It's a great place to go in the in the morning and just relax. And you have a great view. And if the weather is not perfect, it's all indoors. So it's 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 going to be nice in there. So Dizzy's has jazz music, live oh. jazz music. Well, that's maybe a different. Well, the Viking Crown is then in the back. Maybe that's why it's in the back. Yeah, that's interesting. That sounds really cool. Yeah. So Scott says different. it has the uh, the velvet rope and club feel. Oh, okay. Okay. okay yeah, that's cool. So, so that could be a different experience up yeah. there. Okay. Yeah. And then we have Izumi, which is um, another specialty dining. This is sushi. sushi. Basically, it's sushi. It's a la carte. Um, then I don't know the prices, but I, I think they, they can range from like about six, seven bucks all the way up to like $21 or something like that, depending yeah. on what you get. We have a menu... But there, I have to share but, that. Um, but look it up and you'll and you'll see it. If you do you like sushi? Uh Cheyenne absolutely loves sushi. Okay, so I do know that people that like sushi do seem to really enjoy this place quite a bit. Um, so you know, um, check it out and see if you like it, if she likes mm -hmm. it. So all right, and then on the tippy top of the ship, we have the skylight chapel. Which is what it sounds like. It's a chapel. Yeah, it's a little chapel. And it's got like a little skylight. <laughs> it's, it's a chapel. It's a skylight. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they do services in there. I don't know. I know they probably do weddings in there and stuff when they have weddings. But um, it, it looks it looks like a chapel. So, you know, I think you could, I'm, you could probably go up and check it out. So that might be kind of cool. Yeah. Most ships that I've been on don't have chapels anymore. No, I think they're all gone does, away. So. So go and check that out. Oh, well, and for sure. I also want to say too, as far as food stuff goes, um, you can get room service, and you can get complimentary breakfast. It's like a, it's like a continental breakfast, but you can get that's complimentary. And then if you get room service outside of that, there is a fee, but it's not per item. It's just mm -hmm. a one fee for all the room service to be delivered is, is my understanding of it. So um, you might pay five, six bucks or seven bucks, whatever. I'm not sure what it is 
Um, maybe Scott knows what it is, but um, but then you can order as much as you want. That's my understanding of it for, yeah. for their room service thing. That was a big controversy that happened a couple of years before everything shut down is that all the cruise lines were starting to, to kind of change their room service policy where they were starting to charge a little bit. Uh, I think it's because people were like wasting a lot of food and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's that's the excuse they gave. And, and and the amount of food I see sitting outside of doors, I can believe that. But um, that's another opportunity for food that is included. So there is a lot of food that's there's a lot of pay options on the ship, but there's also a lot of included food on there. And like the buffet, I think they also have um, a grill kind of area that's by the pool that has like your like burgers and hot dogs and stuff like that um, that you can get as well. Good stuff. Absolutely. I think it's a cool ship. I think you're going to enjoy it. I'm excited for you because I I know you really enjoyed your first cruise. Mm-hmm. And I think this one is, I think you're going to enjoy this one, but I think it's going to really in a lot of ways be a very different experience for you yeah. and not necessarily in a, like a better or worse way, but in some ways I think it, it is going to be better in other ways. You know, your first cruise was really cool for other unique reasons, but I think you're going to really get a similar ship experience of what Royal Caribbean offers that is um, in line with what Carnival offers, kind of that same level of ship. Yeah. Uh, maybe this one might be a little bit newer um, experience than what you had with the Sunshine, or um, but I think it's going to be kind of comparable. So it'll be a good way for you to kind of say, hey, this is what I really like about this line or that line yeah. um, or that sort of thing. And also I'm excited that you're going to get to go to these Caribbean stops that are really different. And, and I, and I, and I hope that you enjoy Jamaica and um, Haiti, but I really feel confident that you guys are going to love Coco K. So hopefully I won't eat those words, but, but I, no, think, that, really enjoy I it. think it's, I think it's going to be good. Uh, and out of all the places we're going, that's where I'm looking uh, the most forward to going. We already have all of our snorkel stuff ready. We're going to go snorkeling Perfect. there. Um, I remember you were talking about um, some uh, some uh, seagrass areas that we mm-hmm. can go check out, and so that's where I'm really excited to go poke around. Yeah, so when you when you get in the there's like a snorkeling beach area, and when you get in the water, they I got really upset when we went because they closed off the area where I used to like to snorkel. You can't go there anymore, so I was mm-hmm. kind of ticked off about that. But if you go straight out, they have some they have people out there on like like lifeguards out there, but they also have like floaty um, buoys and stuff that mark like the concrete version of Queen Anne's revenge. And there's a few other structures, but also if you go on off the beach and just swim to the right, there's like a big rock wall area you come to and it's right next to the beach. Mm -hmm. And that's where we saw a lot of cool stuff. That's That's where where we saw saw the shark. That's where we saw the shark. Yeah. So, and that was literally like, there were places where it was probably three, four feet of water. There was lots of stingrays there too. Yes. Awesome. Yes. So um, yeah, but there's, it's a pretty big snorkel area and I've seen a lot of cool stuff there Yeah. uh, in the times I've been there. So I think that's going to be exciting, which speaking Mm -hmm. of cool stuff, I was going to say, speaking of cruise creatures. Let's roll into that. Oh, I think Why it did it cut off? It cut the manatee off. That's not right. 
so we always ask our guests if they have a cruise creature and you you um you threw me a curveball because you, you know you never fail to <laughs> to be creative <laughs> i i had never heard of the creature that you suggested that we cover today and so for me that was exciting because i got to learn i said yes before stuff. i told matt it was okay and and what did you what did you suggest tony what is this thing called uh out of uh, love for my pizza uh it is the pizza crust sea slug pizza crust sea slug let me just put a picture of it up here okay now keep in mind this thing is gets up to about five inches long. And if you zoomed out of this, it looks even more like a pizza than it does in this picture, which mm -hmm. to me, that looks like a pretty nice pepperoni pie right there. How did you hear about this creature that's eluded me? Uh, so Cheyenne and I were thinking about what creature we would want to do. And she started yelling sea slug. And I was like, well, I've already given them one creature that was considered a sea slug. So I don't, I, I don't want to do another sea slug. <laughs> and then I saw this pizza crust sea slug. Actually, she found it. I don't want to take that credit. because She'll come up the stairs and start beating me up. Um, <laughs> she found it, showed it to me. I was hungry, instantly wanted pizza. And I said, that's what we're going to do. <laughs> well, you shouldn't eat the pizza crust sea slug because um i i did have a challenging time finding information out about it but one of the things i found out is that they they eat probably mostly animals called tunicates which put me in a whole nother rabbit hole because tunicates are in the phylum chordata which is basically other than tunicates it's amphibians fish birds reptiles and mammals and things with a skeleton for the most part or at least a backbone and tunicates are like to outline that. And it occurred to me that I always tell people that there's like the chordates and then all the invertebrates and then mm -hmm. the invertebrates outnumber the chord. But then I'm like, wait, tunicates are chordates and invertebrates. And that just, I just had one of, like, I don't know why I never, I knew they were chordates, but I, it just, anyway, they have a toxin and um, it's possible apparently that the pizza crust sea slug by eating these tunicates, kind of like the the uh, blue dragon, um, absorbs this toxin, not quite as crazy as nematocyst cells, but um, and makes them at least less tasty, mm -hmm. which is sad considering they're called, a, they look like a pizza. They're called right. a pizza crust sea slug. Um, I will also tell you that these guys belong to a, a group of sea slugs, which are known as the side guild sea slugs. That's G-I-L-L-E-D, not G-U-I-L-D. We've been playing Skyrim, so let me just <laughs> let me just make that distinction there. Um, they they're they're actually in a in a group called Pleurobronchus. That's their genus, which literally means in Latin side breathing tube. But in their case, it's an external gill only on the right. So most mollusks, which is what the phylum they're in are what we call bilaterally symmetrical, which means if you cut them down the middle, kind of like us, they're mostly the same on both sides. Well, these guys are one of those animals that likes to break the rules. So uh, on the inside, they are different. Mm. And whereas a lot of mollusks are different on their like exterior, their shells and stuff, but slugs usually get that differently. But these guys are rule breakers. Um, they are not nudibranchs. So some of the research I started doing called them nudibranchs. And this is one of those things where you have to, I guess, be a little bit familiar with, with marine life to kind of catch this. But nudibranchs 
um, are a different group of sea slugs. So I would say that all nudibranchs are sea slugs, but not all sea slugs are nudibranchs. Mm-hmm. So there's there's that. But nudibranchs means um, nude gills or nude breathing tube, which is kind of weird. But theirs is on their back. So they have these little things on their back that they breathe through, and these guys have it on the side. The other thing that blew my mind about these is that they get up to like five inches long. And and it's it's weird to me that I've never heard of these and that there was it was so hard to find information about them because they're found throughout the Western Atlantic. But one of the places that I saw that they were at least in the in the 19 late 1940s they were super common is in Biscayne Bay right around the Miami area and they apparently are found in uh, shallow water i don't know if they go into deeper water as well and they're in like rubbly kind of rocky areas uh, they used to be there used to be another sea slug that was similar the same genus that that they have found through dna testing is actually the same species they just look a little bit different so not all you can get different types of pizza slugs i think is what is what the lesson is there like you can get the mushroom you could get <laughs> sausage you can get pepperoni pepperoni you know different flavors are available <laughs> actually the other pictures i saw that other species were were mostly orange there were some that were kind of brown but there are a lot if you google pizza crust sea slug um, you will see a lot of, of images of these animals and they, they really, they really look like a pizza. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I also wonder if, uh, is pneumaticist one of your favorite words just cause it has your name in I, it. I like the, the word pneumaticist, pneumaticist and ampule of Lorenzini. I enjoy two, that one a lot. Yes. Too. Yes. I, I have to, I have to share a story with you. Um, I, you know, I, I teach kids a lot and today I had a group of, of children and I was teaching them about sharks. We were doing a, a class on sharks. And so we'd always tie a conservation message in when it's appropriate. And for sharks, I was talking about uh, sharks eating things like trash they shouldn't or getting tangled in that. And I was asking them what the solution was to that. Like, what can you do? What can you and I do to help keep this garbage from getting into our water system and harming these animals. And, you know, I got some good answers, cleanups and stuff. And then eventually one of them said recycle. And so I said, I said, that's a great example. Can somebody else give me another word, another word that starts with the letter R that would help. And this kid raised his hand. Now this class, mind you, these were, these were second graders, I think, I think they were second graders and they were like, they knew their shark stuff. I asked the teacher, I'm like, are you studying sharks? She said, no, they're just really a lot of interested kids and in, that are interested in sharks. So, shark so this kid raises hand. He's so wanted to answer this question. Like, like I knew he knew the answer. So I called on him. I said, what's another R word? He said, reproduce. <laughs> and I said, well, I think the word you're looking for there is reduce. <laughs> And it was, it took, it took every ounce of, of uh, control for me not to bust out laughing. And I heard the teachers giggling as well. So we just moved on from that, but I thought that was pretty fun. You know, those are the kind of experiences you have when you work with, with children Mm -hmm. that are just kind of priceless, but yeah. So I don't think reproduction will help with uh, keeping trash out of the water. Maybe, maybe. (laughs) 
You mentioned conservation and it it reminded me, I wanted to ask you a question. I saw this amazing video on Wednesday uh, of the, uh, I I believe it was the U S government that were, was in the Gulf um, purposely sinking um, giant tanker ships um, for fish uh, to help create coral reefs, I believe, or, or, for some purpose or another. Uh, and so the video is really cool because you saw them sinking it. It was coming, it was going down below the water. Um, but what are your thoughts on that? Like, uh, is that something, it, it's a giant metal ship. So is it actually contributing to um, sea life and, and it being healthy for them? Or over time, does that metal breaking down um, and, and rusting? I, I don't know if it really oxidizes underwater, but um, wouldn't it slowly release some kind of chemical that might be harmful to fish as well? So the the good thing about metals is that they are a fairly natural substance. They do break down very quickly in salt water. Uh, That's why like shipwrecks in the ocean will rot, even if they're wood, really fast. Usually you just get like planks and stuff where in freshwater, like if you go to the Great Lakes, they'll be preserved for a a much longer time. Um, No, that is actually a really beneficial thing uh, in the Gulf of Mexico outside of the St. Pete Clearwater area, there is a whole line of barges and stuff that have been sunk. And the reason that they do that is because that structure and the, the roughness of the metal, or they also will make balls out of concrete that, that have like a hollow middle and then holes in them. They'll mm-hmm. call them reef balls or oyster balls. They'll sink those as well. But the rough texture allows for like sponges and corals and other marine invertebrates, tunicates, to uh, to be able to, to latch on when they're coming out of their larval plankton stage and then start developing. And then that's kind of the equivalent of planting a forest, planting trees in a, in a field and it grows into a forest and then gotcha. all the animals come in. So in fact, um, so this came up just the other day. Somebody was asking about the difference between like metal and plastic. And that that is really the difference. Whereas metal will eventually rot and rust and break down into natural substances. So it's it, if it's regular metals, it won't be toxic or anything, especially in the quantities that are there in the huge ocean. Uh, whereas plastic, it we don't think it ever really goes away. It just keeps getting smaller and smaller mm-hmm. until it's microscopic and uh, and still be is still potentially presents a problem to uh to living things we still don't know a lot about microplastics but we know we're finding it like i think it's been found now in in the human body or something but it's definitely been found in like oysters and stuff and there's still a lot we don't know about what that's going to mean but it's you don't find bits of metal in there you know (laughs) like so but but that's a good question but it is it is definitely uh when it's done properly it's a beneficial thing they have to get all the oils and stuff out of there but you'll see that a lot like in the caribbean like say grand cayman for example they've sunk ships there's there's a lot of places where they will do that and ships are just instead of like scrapping it and burying it somewhere by sinking it in a in a good area um yeah you create an artificial Mm -hmm. reef which is which just enhances the it just creates an ecosystem because normally for that reef to exist at that size would take hundreds or thousands of years of generations of coral building upon itself to get that huge structure. And now you're kind of creating this huge structure and just forgetting about all that history because you could just build on that exterior Mm -hmm. because that's most of what's alive on a coral reef. These mountainous coral reefs, most of what's alive is just that outer layer. Yeah. 
you, you said all of that. And really all I took away was uh, this graphic uh, of opening up an oyster and finding a plastic pearl now. <laughs> it, may, it may happen. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> all right. We got anything? You got anything else? No. No. Is this something I'm supposed to have? No, no. I just. You're looking uh, at me like I'm I just, supposed it's to. Just, it's just one of those moments when I realize I've been just exploding out of the mouth for, and I and I'm like, oh, I should exploding probably exploding out of the mouth. That doesn't sound good. Reno that... did that the other night. Yeah. Yeah. We. Yeah. Anyway, Tony, do you have any questions for us, or any anything you want to say, or any anything else to cover? Uh, I mean, that's, that's dangerous territory. Cause I could, uh, I could just start <laughs> talking and, and not stop. Um, there's so many Harry Potter things I want to ask Kimbra about. Um, like if she's seen secrets of Dumbledore yet, and if she's yes. upset about it as a, as I am, cause I'm yes. massively upset about it. Uh, and, and I would love to talk about why, but I don't know how you feel about that. Um, but no, I, I, I'm really excited for this cruise. I'm excited for all of the uh, the stuff that, that Cheyenne and I have been working on, whether it's working out, um, eating better, getting ourselves ready for this cruise. Uh, Cheyenne has essentially cut out all sugars uh, until we get to the cruise. I, I've reduced mine maybe by like 90%. And so we're ready to just go crazy on on the cruise and just make ourselves sick uh, and, and with food. So we're excited for it. It's going to be a good time. And, and for everybody who's listening, I, I, uh, I cannot commend uh, Kimbra and Matt specifically in that order, because I've really been more in contact with Kimbra when it comes to setting up our cruise. Uh, she has made everything super easy, super seamless. Uh, she's answered every single one of my questions, uh, even the ones at three in the morning where I'm like, are we going to die on a cruise ship right now? Uh, and, and it's been really good. Uh, she's been super helpful. And, and if you want to, make your cruise exactly what it is, which is supposed to be relaxing and, and no responsibility and, and literally just super easy. The next step is just having somebody else plan it. And so Kimber doing that for us um, took our experience so far to the next level. And so there's going to be a point where I'm on this ship and my only goal is to uh, simply exist, to uh, take in enough oxygen into my lungs to, to stay alive and just exist and Kimber's making that possible. And so it's, it's absolutely wonderful that she's done a bang up job and Matt has been there the whole way as well. So I cannot recommend them enough. If you want to book a cruise, definitely book it through them. Oh, thank you, Tony. Um, thank you. Yeah, thank, that's very you, kind. You've also been very patient and easygoing with me because of course you were my first official booking. Um, so, mm -hmm. so being patient as I figured out what I was doing was, was great. <laughs> also for the, the group cruise, if you, I, I'm slowly wearing Cheyenne down on this, I'm doing my absolute best. The only thing is, is we just don't know what the future holds for us as we have things planned. Um, mm -hmm. but we don't know if we're able to do it. I absolutely plan on booking with you. And if it helps you just strictly for the learning aspect, I am happy to be the worst customer you've ever had too. <laughs> Oh, good. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, she probably doesn't want that. No, I don't. I don't want a bad one. Actually, everybody that I've booked so far has been wonderful. Yeah. Um, How many do you have so far? Um, we have nine. Nine on the group cruise. Cabins on the group cruise so far, and, and most of those are double booked. There are two that are not. Two that are not. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And of course, uh, we do plan to have a recipient from Helping Hands for Cruising. Um, and maybe we'll get some more people joining us for the, that as well. Yeah. So, yeah. 
but we've we've got nine included. So eight wonderful people joining us, or eight wonderful cabins joining us, um, and hopefully more. Yes, we we won't talk about the fact that you almost said poople instead of people. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh it's bedtime. <laughs> I was out late last night. Yeah, she went to a a play Broadway show. Hey, let's wrap this up and then come back into the credits. Okay, and uh, and let everybody go. I'll let you. I'll let you do that. Thing. All right. Um, well, first of all, um, we'll, we'll come back with you at, after the credits, but I want to say thank you, Tony, for joining us yes, thank you. Um, to go through this ship tour. Yes. Thank you. It's been wonderful. And on that note, it's time to head for the horizon. And until next time, seize the day. Have a fantastic week, everybody. Happy birthday again, Dan. Yeah, Tony, thank you so much. That was a, that was a ton of fun. You, you know, the only thing that I think would improve your guys' show would be is if you had all of your guests when they're on um, read your credits out loud as they're going through. <laughs> that would be amazing. That, that is a great idea. Yeah. We may steal that. We may do that. <laughs> if, if Yes. And then we can... I think we'd have to slow it down because it's kind of fast. But then you could also do like the whose line is it anyway and make it a theme. So like, yes. all right, um, Tony, you have to read the credits like a pirate tonight. And <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's so tempting. Oh, oh, why haven't we thought of that already? We may we may put that into practice. We will have to look into that because that could be a, yeah, that could be a lot of fun. <laughs> have you ever seen whose line is it anyway? Oh, yeah, that? that's a that's a hoot. That's mm -hmm. a great idea. I like that. <laughs> yeah cool 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 awesome thanks everyone who who's been putting the uh the link for my podcast out there yeah yeah definitely check that out common room talk with mr tony dials it's a good yeah. time I, i've been on a break since we finished the the last book just because the the past month has been absolutely crazy with with work and the transitions that have been going in there and, and taking on a lot more responsibilities to getting things ready for the cruise and, and i was surprised at how much work went into planning um not just our cruise but the, the other people that are joining us trying to get all of our meetings together what we're going to be doing what we're talking mm -hmm. about and i'm i'm they're pretty probably fed up with me at this point because all I do is talk to them about cruising. Uh, and so they're, they're probably tired of me. Well, I mean, they might be tired of you now, but they'll be thanking you when you're on the cruise and you don't, and you've got all that sorted and stuff. And after they throw me overboard for how much I've bugged <laughs> them for it. That's cool. So, so we didn't talk about your excursions too much, but you, you said you're going to do jet skis and Labadee. Mm -hmm. yep. Have you ridden so, jet skis before, driven jet skis before? Never. So this is going to be a learning curve and uh, potential not drowning uh, time. <laughs> so it's going to be a great, yeah, you'll great have a experience. On. It'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for it.
And then, and then you're going to do the, uh, the Dun River Falls. Is that what you're doing in Jamaica? I think that's what it is. So it, it's, uh, it's a mix of like a few different things that there were. So there, there, it's a jungle hike, it's climbing waterfalls. And then I think that there's also some time, um, at a really popular swimming area. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be great. Cool. That should be fun. So, so yeah. I have to ask Kimbra, I, I need to know what are your thoughts on the movie? It, I, Obviously, there might be spoiler alerts if anybody wants to see it, but I want to know your thoughts. <laughs> so the whole the series as a whole has just not stood up to what Harry Potter is, of course, mm -hmm. um, which I don't know if anybody really expected it to. Yeah. Um, my my biggest problem with, again, the series as a whole is it's called Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. And it's not really about fantastic beast. It's some other random storyline where they throw in a couple creatures. Mm -hmm. um, so that's my biggest issue with the thing as a whole. Um, the first movie was fine. The second movie I really didn't like at all. Mm -hmm. um, this last movie, I do have to say um, some of the things that were kind of not answered were finally kind of answered. So that was nice that they did kind of wrap up some stuff. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But I, I mean, just the story as a whole just doesn't do it for me. Yeah. W without ruining things, th there were three big things that I really disliked about this movie. The beginning, everything was super scattered. There wasn't really an explanation as to why people were where they were and essentially why they have given up on other people. And that was really frustrating to me. Uh, the other one is there was a lot of magic being used that has never really been seen before and not really explained very well. And typically when we've seen new magic, uh, there's been some sort of explanation to it. Uh, and, and this one kind of left me having to come up with my own explanations with things. Um, and, and I just didn't really like it. But the last thing was um, specifically with um, characters that we see later on in the Harry Potter series who, um, based on their characteristics in, in, in a situation, which I'm sure everybody's seen the, the final Harry Potter um, movies, at least I'd hope so, um, but specifically with the Dumbledore Ariana situation and the way that Aberforth's character kind of looks at everyone else in that situation, I feel like what happened in this movie um, made some characters just as bad as others because of the decisions that were made and that's not how they're portrayed later on in the harry potter series and that's really frustrating to me i agree with that i also don't understand why tina was like not in it at all until the very end until the very end that was, weird. That was just made no sense to me because yeah. she was such a big part of the other two that that was one of the lesser things where i, I looked at cheyenne and i said i don't understand like tina was all about that fight i don't understand why she's not there now yeah it was almost like something happened with the actress and then she was only in part of it or yeah something, but... i also i also didn't like that they didn't have nagini in it all they, they just kind of like dropped that storyline too yeah 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 and i felt a little bit bad for nagini <laughs> yeah like. but uh yeah, I, I will say as a as a much less uh, knowledgeable Harry Potter fan that that one thing I did like about the movie, and I know Kimber likes this too, is I really liked Newt Scamander's character. Like, mm -hmm. like honestly, if I didn't like his character so much, it would have been hard to even keep watching at some points. But I Same. would love to see more of that character. I, say, I, I really. Different... I really wish that they would actually make Fantastic Beast and where to find them. <laughs> right. yeah. Like 
like, the way that yeah. it sounds like it should like be him writing that like him discover yeah yeah there's a show on hbo max um that is about um different animals and stuff now that kind of inspired some of the fantastic beasts i haven't watched it yet but i'm planning on it but it's supposed to be along that premises um but the one thing that i would say overall i wish they would have done with this movie because they did it with the first one into the second one is um not so much try and explain why there's a difference now in grindelwald such as johnny depp versus mad who is playing it now is in the first one we saw uh, I, I believe it was colin was it colin farrell who played grindelwald at first i think um i and, think so yeah i think that's and then cool. yeah at the very end you saw that magical transition to mm -hmm. where he becomes johnny depp i wish they would have done something like that instead of just completely switching like the right. character with no explanation i think that would have been a very smooth well, transition and they had the perfect setup to do that and then mm -hmm. the you know the situation with Johnny Depp happened. They they could have done. I was surprised they didn't do that. Maybe they, maybe they thought it'd be too obvious. But to me, that would have that would have made perfect sense. Yeah, right. To do that. Yeah, I mean, especially like, of course, you know, here and now we know why it's a different person. But for somebody that's gonna like watch that in the future, it's like, why is this completely different person? How do I know that that's who that is? And if you have an opportunity to within the the realm of how you're telling the story I mean, explain it, it away why not use that right yeah. i mean it's it's all magical make something magic happen mm -hmm. he literally changed the shape his facial features before right he can do it again so yeah who's to say what his real form is or or you know maybe he wants to look yeah. different. Uh, do you think there's going to be another one I don't know if they're making enough money to want to do. They're supposed to be five in, in total. I don't know. I if, thought this was supposed to be the last one, that, but it so, ended with like a, yeah, like. I was yeah. so mad about that ending. I, I wish I could specifically explain why, but the end of that fight when half of that party just for some reason is able to walk away. Like, are you kidding me? Like, why is nobody doing anything about this? It, it was really frustrating to me. Yeah. 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 It, it seemed like it was almost haphazardly put together plot or something like that. Mm -hmm. But I did enjoy seeing the beast when they were there, though, when they were on screen. Yeah, it was nice to see some of the new different ones. That was I would have liked to. And like when we saw that seahorse thing in the first one. And I was like, oh, what's going to happen with that? And then the Kelpie, the Kelpie. And then we never saw it again. Yeah. Anything. I wish there would have been more scenes in his briefcase specifically. Uh, yes. I, yes. Or at least seeing like the, the Thunderbird release. That would have been really cool, too. I know that they they released him technically at the end of the first one, but it would have been cool to see a, like a follow up with that, because I think originally he wanted to release him in Arizona. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It would have been cool to see more stuff like that, for sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, I, I would have. I would like a whole series in his in his briefcase. 